Okay, we are in Sefer Doniel, Perik Gimel, Pasuk Chaf, um, I'm sorry, Pasuk Yutes. And we left off with the three associates of Doniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abadnego, confronting Nebuchadnezzar, telling him they will not bow down to that huge gold statue he erected in the valley of Dura. And it's, yes, if they throw him in the furnace, their Kodesh Baruch will keep them alive. And if their Kodesh Baruch doesn't keep them alive, it's all right, because they are still not going to bow down. And of course, the reason they're not going to bow down, as the Mephoshim tell us, is this is Avodah Zorah. And Avodah Zorah is one of the three times you are allowed, not allowed, you must give up your life rather than listen. It's Yaro Yabor. So that's where the confrontation stands. And in the closing seconds of yesterday's Shir, our friend and Talmud Pinchas asked a very vital question. Where was Doniel during this? He is the head of the entire Babylonian um, administration under Nebuchadnezzar. He is responsible for them being brought in. Where is he? And it's important because if you don't answer it, and before you say this, you might create an inference that Chas V'Shalom, <coughs> Joniel, had acquiesced to Nebuchadnezzar. Maybe he went and bowed down to the idol. That's why he's not being mentioned. So the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Daf Sadi Gimel Amud Aleph, asks the same question, and you're going to be very surprised at the answers they give. So let me read it to you. Where did Daniel go that he wasn't there when this whole incident occurred? Omar Rav Lemichra Nara Rabba B'tiveria. Reason number one. He was sent by Nebuchadnezzar, believe it or not, to dig Lemichra Nara, to dig a great river in Tiberias. He was sent there really to engineer or supervise the engineering of a system of canals near Tiberias. All right. Shmuel Omar, La Atuye Biyizra de Aspastia. Shmuel says he was sent really on a trade mission <coughs> to import Aspastia, pasta, to Babylonia. Really? Just a question. Where, where do they get this information from? In the Medrash. Gemara? It would have to be the Medrash. You know, they all developed. Chazal developed it over the years. And the third one, Rabbi Yochanan Omar, La Tuye Chazire de Alexandria, Shel Mitzrayim, that he was sent to import hogs of Alexandria to Babylon to be bred there. It was a superior kind of pig and they wanted him to bring it. So you would never guess those three answers, but in any case, he's out of town. So, now they've confronted Nebuchadnezzar, and as you can predict, he blows his sack. 
He is just contorted with anger. And even in it contorts his face in rage at this confrontation. And now he says, He tells his guys there, heat up the furnace seven times its normal heat. And we are going to take them, they are going to be thrown into the furnace. Marshall pointed out a very interesting human characteristic that people who are not or who are enemies of Israel think that the Kaddish Baruch Hu is limited. That, all right, he may be handled or may be able to handle if the furnace is its normal heat. Yeah, he could possibly save him. But if I turn up the furnace seven times, Kaddish Baruch Hu is helpless. And that's where they make their mistake. So he orders the furnace turned to seven times its normal heat. And he tells the strongest of his soldiers, bind them, Shadrach, Meshech, and Abednego, and cast them into the flames. And he then orders them bound, Bisarbalehem, Shalem would be their cloaks, uh, the Pashtehem is their pants, the Chabalasam, their robes, Lubisham, the rest of their clothes. In other words, fully dressed, bind them. And then throw him into those flames. Why the uh, attention to their dress, which they might have insisted on? Again, the Gemara says that when someone faces the difficulty, you don't lose your, your dignity, as it were. Um, let me read that to you again in Sanhedrin, Sadi Beis. Afilu b'sha'a When at a time of mortal danger, lo yishne odom es atzmo min harabanutshelo. He should not abandon his dignified bearing. Shenemar ba'dayin gavra, and using this pasuk as their um, source. There's a great story, I think, in Rav Schwab's biography about how in the early 30s, the Gestapo sought to question him and told him they were going to pick him up in a day or two. And so they waited seven days, but he said he waited every night completely dressed because he would not give them the satisfaction that they're taking him off in his pajamas or nightdress. And in the end, they didn't come. Uh, But in any event, it's a very important lesson that you maintain the dignity, maintain your bearing as they did. Um, and now, because they throw them in or intend to throw them in with great haste, in other words, the Bukhadnezzar wanted this done right now, he heated it up seven times its normal strength. And because of the extra sent, Gabriel left the Hisiko, the Shadrach Meshach, Rabbi Nego, 
Because he was in such a rush, because he made them rush this through, the men escorting these three gentlemen fall into the flames themselves. The rush, the lack of preparation, the heat, the flame consumes them. And now the Gavraya Eloch, Tlosun, Shadrech, Meshech, Rabad Nego, and now the three of them, Nuflu, Lagoy, Atun, Nura, Yokadatov, Mikaftin. They fall into the furnace. In other words, they're at the edge. The guys with them are now burnt to fall away from them. They fall under their own power into the flames. Mikaftin, they're bound. Then Nebuchadnezzar Malko Tevei Suddenly Nebuchadnezzar reacts with total bisfala, confusion. He says to his guards, Hello, Guvrin Tlusa remaining Did we not throw in three individuals into the flame? Machaftim bounds on Yon Omrin Lamalka. And they answer, yes, you're right. That's absolutely true. Says Nebuchadnezzar, I see four walking around in those flames. They are unhurt, unwounded. And in these four, the fourth one, the Rebiya, Joma Lavar Elohim has the face, Lidar Elohim is the son of the Kodesh Baruch, meaning an angel. So the logical question is how would the Bukhadnitsa recognize an angel if he saw one? And the Medrash tells us, and we forget it sometimes, that he was a survivor at the battle, Sanchevrib Desert in Yushalayim, that tremendous miracle where 185,000 of his soldiers died during the night without a shot being fired. He was there. It's done by the Malach Gabriel. He saw the Malach, and that qualifies him to say, this fourth stranger in the furnace has the face of a Malach. So Nebuchadnezzar fought under Sanchevrib? That he what? He fought under Sanchevrib. He was there, yeah. That's what the, the Archonica says. What was the time difference between Assyria and Babylonia? Because they take right over after Babylonia. It, it could be some 16 years. No, it could even be less. It's not that great a time difference. But incidentally, the Medrash tells us as well that while the three were in the furnace, Meshadrach, Meshach, and Abadnego, the angel who was in charge of ice, and cold said to the Kaddish Baruch let me go down there and cool off the flames. And Gabriel says, no, I am the angel of fire. It's a bigger miracle. It's nes mitochnes, is the word, if I go down and the flames are put out or do not affect them. So Gabriel is sent rather than a normal, they'd say teva, yeah, ice came down and water came down, no. Flames that could normally induce more flames is going down to extinguish the flame. So it's Gabriel that's done that. And at this point, seeing Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego untouched, now unbound from the bindings they had, and now four, not three, 
And incidentally, the Medrash said, the other people don't see the fourth. His servants don't see a fourth person. Only he does. And he says, Omar Shadrach, Meshach, Abadnego, he calls them, in the name of your God who commands you, meaning Hashem, yes, come up, Paku Esim. But Adayin Nutkin Shadrach Meshach Ba'aved Nego Mingoy Nura. And so they follow, they come out of the flames. Umistachshin Achshvar, Hardra Seganya Upachrosa. Remember, we listed those seven classes of nobles, rulers, judges, provincial governors. Now it only mentions four. And the four of them uh, help him up. Where are the other three? They, they died. They were caught in those flames as well. And they find that the fire never touched their bodies. And then the hair of the, their head isn't singed. And their, their clothes. Their, what they're wearing, their cloaks are untouched. And the, there isn't even an odor of flame or smoke on them. They are totally unscathed. Nebuchadnezzar. Now Nebuchadnezzar says, well, Omar, he does another reversal. Blessed be the God of these three. The Shalach Malacha, who sent an angel, and he brings them back and uh, saves them. And they were so noble and brave in not yielding. They were ready to sacrifice their bodies, they were ready to throw their bodies. Uh, they would not. Rather than uh, bow, rather than prostrate, they were ready to sacrifice their own bodies. For all this, just for the word of their God. He is awed, Nebuchadnezzar. Continues Nebuchadnezzar. I am making a proclamation. To every nation, every language. Says or defames or libels the God of Israel, the God of Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, Hadominius are there. We've had this threat before. Their bodies I will cut into small pieces. Uvesa Novoli Yishtave, I will make their houses garbage heaps. Kolkval Dilo Ose Ela Achan Diyukola Hatsolo. I will do all these to them uh, because how great is that they were saved. And now afterwards, um, the king elevates them even higher in the hierarchy of Babel. So out of the flames, they are into the leadership positions even higher. And interestingly enough, this is the last time we will hear the names Shadrach, Meshach, and Abadnego. And so the question is, what happened? Some say they died after this. Some say they voluntarily went back 
to Eretz Yisrael. They didn't want any part of this. So now, Nebuchadnezzar, and this is the last three sentences of this parrot <coughs> improperly is inserted here. We have discussed this before, that the pagination of the Navi or the making it into um, chapters has nothing to do with the Talmidei Chachamim or the Anshei Knesset Sagdola. This is New Testament theologians arbitrarily separating Prakim. These last three Prakim involve a very separate parrot of a letter an open letter that Nebuchadnezzar is writing the people of the world as to the greatness of Israel. So Nebuchadnezzar, Malko, Lachol, every nation, Umayya, uh, language and, and country, Didadin, Bechol, Ara, of all his land, Shlomchim, Yishke, sends this message. Asya, Vitame, the Evan, Ami, Eliah, that this is a tribute to the God who rules over everything. Um, he is the, uh, the creator, the Bore of the entire world. How great are the signs of the Kaddish Baruch? How awesome! Are the wonders of his kingdom. Uh, his kingdom is everlasting, Malchus, Malchus Olam, Bishaltana, Imdar, Badar, and he will rule with dominion for all the generations in eternity. So we begin really, we end the parrot, but begin a long, almost rambling letter to the people of the world, exalting the Kaddish Baruch. In Hashem, we will pick up this very strange letter Monday morning, 8.45 a.m. Be there. You will not want to miss it.